Chicago. This is your morning routine. Listen, respect my name. Cap and J Hood. That's right, that's right, we bad. Uh, uh, uh. Follow Cap J Hood on Twitter and Instagram. Watch the show on Twitch. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago. Stream the show on the ESPN Chicago app and on FM 100.3 HD2 and on ESPN 1000 Chicago. Now, now, now. David Kaplan and Jonathan Hood. Good morning, everyone. Bring them out, bring them out. Woo! Bring them out, bring them out. 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 Welcome in to the Cap and Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. With David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. We got Shay, we got Jay Moore, we got you for a three-hour ride here on this Wednesday morning with open phone lines for you at 312-332-ESPN. 332-3776 is our phone number. Good morning, Twitch. Twitch.tv forward slash ESPN with Down Chicago. Thanks for watching this show and all the shows at ESPN Chicago. And Cap, just when I was done with this Bulls team, the underachievement, uh, the indifference from the general manager, uh, the Mark Eversley hiding, just when I was done with this team, they bring me back in with Chicago's own Pat Bev back in the fold in the city of Chicago. I want to know why Pat Bev, and I love him. He went to my late father's alma mater high school, John Marshall, on the west side of Chicago. I want to know why Patrick Beverly has to go to his podcast hoodie yes. and say this. No, me, I'm going to be on Zach Levine's ass. I'm going to be on Zach Levine's ass. But I love Vooch. I love DeMar. I got me a big man that can shoot the ball. I got DeMar. Yeah, we're not tanking. Why am I paying a guy 215 freaking million dollars and I got to bring a guy in who's never even played the organization and says this? When I'm on your team and I'm your teammate and I'm your player and you're my coach, like, you get a different vibe. You're like, man, this is my he do anything for the team. You know what I'm saying? So they ain't going to get that. I'm going to, you know me, I'm going to be on Zach with being ass. I'm going to give him all the energy he need. Destroy people. Me and DeMar DeRozan, we good. I got a, a popping five. Uh, and Vujovic, I'm excited, man. I'm, I'm really excited. I got a popping five. I'm, me and yeah. DeMar are good. Well, I'm be on Zach Levine's ass. Then guess what? Another check mark in the negative box for Arturis and Mark Eversley. You paid a guy $215 million, You got to get a guy off the scrap heap to get his ass? Well, look at it from this standpoint. Actually, Patrick Beverly, for those that don't know, when Patrick Beverly comes uh, to a team, he changed the mood on that team. True. He's the guy there that is it's the Chicago way, telling you face-to-face how you really feel. Every This is why Pat Beverly can't stay with one team is because he comes in as a rabble-rouser. He comes in and says, hey, you know, we got to play harder. Did this in Minnesota, did this in the Lakers, all the stops he's been in. But what does this say, Cap? When I heard that soundbite yesterday and we're playing it this morning, you know what that makes me think? It makes me think, hmm, if Pat Bev thinks that Zach Levine needs a kick in the ass, what do you think the rest of the league thinks? What do you think the rest of the team thinks? Is that something? I mean, it's one thing for us here in Chicago to be able to look at Zach Levine and say, yeah, you know what? He's a good player, but not a great player yet, despite him securing the bag. But Pat Bev, who's not even part of this team, sees Zach Levine and says, yeah, I'm going to be in that ass. Well, well, why do you think that's needed? 
Why does Pat Beverly? Because everybody knows that Zach Levine is in the middle of the pack as far as great players in this league. He thinks a kick in the ass is going to get him to higher heights. We'll see. No, me, I'm going to be on Zach Levine's ass. <laughs> I mean, I-, I can't tell you how disappointed I was, not in Pat Bev, that Pat Bev's perspective, having never been on the Chicago Bulls till yesterday, that his perspective is, boy, that guy's got a lot of talent. He just doesn't work at it. Is that what you heard from that? Is that what you believe you heard? That there's something drastically missing from Zach Levine that a guy who's not even in the Easter Conference, it's not like he's in Milwaukee and he sees the Bulls a billion times a season. Yep. He really, truly said the guy that you gave a max contract to, Mr. Reinsdorf, yeah, we're going to sign Zach for $215 million. Okay, I hope you guys know what you're doing. No, me, I'm going to be on Zach Levine's ass. I mean... See, that would be just like Danny hiring you and I to do the morning show and then Danny going, those guys are really talented, but I got to get a producer in here, get on their ass. Well, then why are you hiring us? Well, well, exactly. But let me drill down on this a little further, though. Chap, that says a lot about the league. Yes, it's a wide, vast, you know, international league. Everybody knows everybody. But, you know, the NBA is a small town when you think about it, right? Mm-hmm. How does Pat Bev know that Zach Levine needs a kick in the ass? It's like, he's right with DeMar DeRozan. You know why? Because DeRozan is the best player in the league as far as mid-range shots. Okay, so he sees Vooch as a stretch five that can step out and hit the three. So he knows that much about the team. But he also knows that Zach Levine is just mid as a player in this league. Think about this. He's nowhere around the Bulls. Yes, he's from Chicago, but every player knows about every player's tendencies, the good and the bad. For Pat Bev to get on the mic and say, yeah, I'm going to get a Zach Levine's ass, then that means that everybody knows that Zach Levine's good but not great yet. And may, he may never be, just based on what Pat Bev said. Yeah, I just, wow. That, I love it. I love the Pat Beverly perspective that, I, hey, man, I'm not coming there just to cash a check and play in front of my mom. I'm coming there to try and get us into the playoffs. Great. Love that hoodie. The fact that the reputation of our highest paid, most talented player is that somebody from the outside has got to get in his ass really bothers me. Well, here's, let's, let's rewind the clock. When it came to free agency, the calls that we took in the conversation that you and I had is, is um, Zach Levine worth the price for the Chicago Bulls? Is the, uh, is the juice worth the squeeze when it comes to Zach Levine? And we said, well, look who else is out there in free agency. And, and guess what? They signed Zach Levine. And I didn't have a problem with it because who else was out there? Well... The the thing you could have done was try to do a sign and trade. And from what I was told by people I trust in that league, there was no market. Nobody was calling you up going, yeah, we'll take him and we'll give you that. No, Mm -hmm. there was no offer like that. That's bad. Well, I mean, but again, in this situation, you had a choice. Either pay a guy that can give you 25 points a game or tank. Because ultimately, if it was a sign and trade, that meant you were going in the, in the opposite direction. And, and for some Bulls fans, that might have been a good idea to, to maybe bring this team down and then reimagine it. But we had Bobby Marks on yesterday. Mm-hmm. And what did Bobby say? How difficult is it for you to be able to tear it down? Because you, you don't know if you'll be able to bring it back up again. That's why in this city, I do not 
like the tank. The the Bears are doing it right now. I don't know if that's going to pay dividends for the future, but I don't like it. In a city that is as large as ours, where there should be a commitment to winning, I don't like the idea of tanking. But the, the Bulls might have considered that. Or sign Zach Levine. They went with Levine to try to get themselves in the playoffs. I get it. Okay. But, but but I guess the point is, will he ever get better than what we've seen? Okay. Hey, Patrick, do you come here and help them tank? No, hell no. They didn't bring me here to tank. Man, could you imagine? Man, hell no. They didn't come bring me here, bring me here to tank. But how come the Bulls are playing that way? It's because this falls at the feet of two men, Arturis Karnaschovas and his trusty general manager who works for him, Mark Eversley. They did a horrible job putting this roster together. Yeah, there's no question about that. But here's Pat Beverly, who's been all over the league. He's saying, I'm not here to tank, and I can understand why. If he's available and he wants to play for a team that's in the playoffs, that's why he came to Chicago. I wish the rest of the Bulls felt that way. Pat Bev says he wants to be in the playoffs. Now, I wish the Bulls would play like they want to be in the playoffs. Right now, they're on the outside looking in this morning, aren't they? When I look at the standings, yes. they wouldn't even be in the playoffs right now. They would not even be in the play-in tournament. They're not getting in the playoffs. They might, might be able to squeak into the play-in tournament. But this, like... I get that we don't like tanking in this town. Mm-hmm. In Chicago, we shouldn't. We shouldn't find tanking acceptable. It should be offensive in this town. You're, you're pro- goddamn right. The problem for me is Whoa. the Bulls, when you've been bad already for 60 games, what's the point in trying to be good for 23? What are you going to get out of this? You get into the playoffs and you have a bomb dropped on you by Boston? Where's the fun in that? Why should I care about getting obliterated in the first round of the playoffs? I would rather this team just go, let's suck for 23 games and at least give ourselves a chance at getting at the top of this draft and having a swing at two generational guys. Okay, so it starts from the top. All right, so we'll start with what Michael Reinsdorf wants and what Eversley and Karnaschovas wants. They feel that it is valuable for the team to get into the playoffs. And by the way, I feel the same way. There is value. There's a rung of the ladder to get to the playoffs because I'd rather be in the playoffs than not. And I don't want to go through the Gar Pax years of not being in the playoffs and just spinning your wheels, not going in the right direction. I would rather be a team that's in the playoffs building on something versus being always in the lottery and doing nothing. Keep in mind, I could never look at Arturis, Karnaschovas, and Eversley and think, man, if we tank, we're going to be right back up there with the you know, Milwaukee's and the Bostons. And, the other, and here's point number two. Shay, I'd rather be in the playoffs and try – and understand that there's Giannis, and understand there's Boston, and understand that there's Cleveland, and understand that there's uh, uh, very good teams in the Eastern Conference that's going to keep me down anyway. I would rather have my shot in the playoffs than just continue being a lottery and being in last place. That's just for me as a fan. But in Shea's defense, we were texting about it last night. What do you really gain if you get into the playoffs? Let's assume they get in the play-in tournament, they win their requisite two games, and they get Boston in round one. Game one, 108-92, final. 111-91, come to Chicago. They got to have last stand right here. 114-101, Boston will close it out Thursday at the United Center. Bam! 181, blowout city, four straight. See you later, thanks for coming. 
that did absolutely nothing except make more money for the organization. You ask the average fan that goes to the United Center whether or not they'd rather have the United Center dark in the spring or being able to see playoff basketball. Are you kidding me? You'd rather be in the playoffs with a, ch- a chance than to languish in last place or, or tank on purpose. I, listen, you and I would know what the end result is anyway because of how top-heavy the East is. We take on Boston, Milwaukee, you're going to get crushed anyway. Anyway, all the other teams are going to get crushed. I'd rather be in the playoffs with an opportunity, with a chance, than to be able to be on the outside looking in every single year. We've been through that. I, dis- I disagree with you. If you told me I'm going in to play the Boston Celtics and I get my ass beat four straight games, not close, not going, boy, we were right there lost in seven. Okay, that's, that's a but discussion. Spin in, but, but spin on your wheels, where are you going? Where are you, go- where are you going with I that, I need Cap? them to get punched in the face in the right. executive office and finally go, all right, we, we got to change something here. Being... A reasonably decent team doesn't do anything for anybody. Here's what you're doing. You're going to put trust in a front office that you don't like now and to try to rebuild this team, to reimagine this team, rather than being in the playoffs. Think about that. That same front office that you're talking about, it's like, yeah, you know, and give them an opportunity to rebuild this thing. This front office, there's no difference between this front office and our impacts. And so this is what I'm talking about when we, when we ha- when you don't have perspective. I'd rather be in the playoffs with an opportunity, and I know what the end result is. Because we don't have a Giannis, because we don't have a Jason Tatum. We don't have a Donovan Mitchell. So we don't have those guys. I'd rather have an opportunity to compete than to say, well, I put trust in this front office that they'll be able to rebuild and build through the draft. How do you know? I'd rather have what I know, and that is a team that's good enough to get to the postseason versus a team that cannot. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. So Patrick Beverly wants to be part of this playoff push. Would you rather the Bulls be tanking? What's your choice? We'll talk about it coming up next to take your phone calls on the Captain J. Hood Morning Show. Okay, it's about that time. You're tuned in to the Captain J. Hood Show. Everything ain't hardcore, you know. On Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. It's the Captain J. Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. We're glad that you're with us, keeping you company until 10 o'clock with open phone lines for you here on this Wednesday morning. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. Yeah, Cap and I are talking about the return of Patrick Beverly. And I think, Cap, you and I both get excited when there's a Chicago product that comes back to the city and comes back. And Patrick Beverly is just a different cat, man. He, he um, is the... Biggest trash talker in the league. That's by far. He makes Draymond Green blush when it comes to trash talking. So he's number one as far as that. And also, uh, the sound that we played this morning regarding Zach Levine, I mean, that's so telling that Patrick Beverly put it out there. He's like, yeah, I can't wait to come to the Bulls. Can't wait to you know kick Zach Levine in the ass. Oh, wait a minute now. I mean, apparently everyone knows that. So here, again, if you just got up, you just got in the car, you're on your way, you should be offended that we have a player we're paying max money to, $215 million, and this guy's never been his teammate. This is his perspective from the outside, Patrick Beverly, about the Chicago Bulls, the team he's joining. When I'm on a team and I'm your teammate and I'm your player and you're my coach, like you get a different vibe. You're like, man, this is my f- he do anything for the team. You know what I'm saying? So they ain't going to get that. I'm going to, you know me, I'm going to be on Zach with being ass. I'm going to give him all the energy he needs. 
destroy people. Me and DeMar DeRozan, we good. I got a, a popping five. Uh, and Vujovic, I'm excited, man. I'm, I'm really excited. I got a popping five. Me and DeMar DeRozan, we're good. I got to yeah. get on Zach's ass. Yeah, and, and says I'm going to give him all the energy that he needs. And whatever that's bad energy, good energy, whatever it is, he's going to do what he can to motivate Zach Levine to be better. No, me, I'm going to be on Zach Levine ass. I like it. I do like it, and I, but 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 you know what, Cap? I understand your perspective. Your the perspective is is that he should be self motivated. He should be a leader of the team. Uh, but I will say this: there's an adjustment for Zach Levine with this team, isn't it? In which he was always a guy, but never the guy, and now he is the guy with this Bulls team. Yes, he was always a guy, not the guy. Yeah, but I still believe that this roster is not good enough and getting in the playoffs to get swept away by the Boston Celtics means nothing. All it does is ruin my chances at somehow getting lucky and getting at the top of the draft because I need more talent. And we know Karnaschovas and Eversley can get that done, right? We don't know that. We but don't know that. I don't, but I'd rather take that chance than knowing I go into the playoffs and I have zero chance of advancing. Zero. Okay. Guess what? Here's something for you. 97% of the, the league doesn't have a chance to get to the championship. So I'm not just going to accept it. I'm, I'm not. Just, I'm just saying that there's there's a bunch of teams that are spinning their wheels, but at least they're playoff teams with an opportunity. I'd rather have that than to be Detroit I'd rather I'd rather do that than be one of the dregs of the league. But doesn't being at the bottom afford you a chance to get better next? Like I get making the playoffs. I guess it makes you feel a little better because you got in. But I feel like it limits your ability to get better. Whereas if you just say screw it, let's be terrible. At least you give yourself a forty-five percent chance or whatever at keeping your own draft pick. You make the playoffs, you get no draft pick. You're already cap strapped. Your only way to get better is offloading Zach Levine for spare parts. Yep. I like. I worry about not tanking, actually restricting your ability to get better as a team. Yeah, well, not with this front office. How about that? I mean, because because as is, if you don't have faith in them, then why would you have faith that they could be able to get that done uh, as far as tanking and trying to rebuild this team? That's the whole thing. Carter Chauvis is not made from that. He came from Denver. He's able to really rest on the laurels of Jokic, and that team has been rolling. It's the best team in the West. It has a ceiling on its, its, on its success, but I'm never going to be in a position as a fan for anyone to tell me that there's no value of being in the postseason. It's ridiculous. That's what we root for as fans. All of a sudden, now there's no value in it. And then if we will go the other way, you think Carter Chauvis is going to be around to see the rebuild? No shot. What have you heard, Cab, about Carter Chauvis? Is his heart fully into this? Uh, I question that. I've heard right? that from people in the league. Like, yeah, I don't know if he's a big Chicago guy. I don't know if he's just – I. again, he, he shows up, he goes to work every day, and I question his ability to do the job. Fair. All right, let's go to the phone lines to talk to you. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. In Burbank, here's Frank on Cap and Jay Hood on ESPN 1000. Good morning, Frank. Frank, what's up, Sparky? Gentlemen, good morning. How are in support you? of Jay, not that I don't love you, Cap, but in support of Jay, uh, two reasons to get a lower seed scramble and try to make that playoff push. Number one, you're getting gauged. Players are gauged differently in the regular season and the postseason. So you get to see how they're under pressure. In the postseason, you lose. Uh, in the regular season, you lose four games and seven. You're coming back the eighth game. It's the regular season, but not in the postseason. So you get to see that playoff pressure gauge. Second reason is for those 
those silly fans, those silly fans who seem to get forgotten in these conversations, forgotten. Uh, maybe you didn't get a chance to see an elite team during the regular season, and you'll see them now in the playoffs because the Bulls will be a lower seed. Maybe you were busy, now you get to see that elite team um, perform in the playoffs and, you know, one of the greatest spectacles of all sport, getting that postseason. Okay, again, Frank, Frank I, am, I am not denigrating the great fans of Chicago because I am one of them. That is one of the silliest comments I have ever heard. Let's get in the playoffs so that the fans who didn't get out to a game could see a good team come to town. I'm thinking as an executive, I want want to try and build the team. I want to try and be successful. What is the point of getting into the playoffs and getting the ever-living H beaten out of me? Ooh, Frank in Section 310 had a good time watching Jason Tatum have 46 at the United Center. Jimmy Sorry, and Joliet. Frank. No shot. Jimmy yeah. and Joliet gets to see Giannis play. Yeah. No, well, I mean, that's the old Steve Shandwald. Uh, go see the other team. Right. Go, come, come the see Giannis and the, the Bulls. Yeah, <laughs> go see Giannis and the Bulls. Uh, no, Giannis and the Bucks take on the Bulls when they would, like, put up the picture of Kobe. Come see Kobe and the Lakers take on our Bulls. My I mean, God. That, that, that used to be the, uh, the hue and cry over there on the west side. So come see the other team to, to fill up our stadium. <laughs> so, yeah. No, I don't agree with that part of it. But, I, but no one's going to redefine sports for me to tell me that the postseason has no value. Absolutely it does. And if it doesn't, then you know what? Blow it the hell up. Go ahead. Blow, blow it the hell up and then watch this team struggle for the next decade. I don't want to see that for the Bulls. 312-332-3776 is our phone number. Southside G is on Captain J. Hood. Good morning, G. Gentlemen, good morning. Good Sup. morning. Sup, G. I'm going to cut How right to the chase. I'm going to cut right to the chase. I, I agree with Cap. Um, the, the the Bulls and the White Sox are the most mediocre teams in the league. Well, some of them, right? All tied to Reinsdorf. I've said it before. He, uh, he has to sell one of these organizations, but that's another story. I agree with Cap because making the playoffs and getting beat in the first round, it's not going to work. I'm a Bulls fan, and I don't want to see that. I've been loving the Bulls since birth. I came out with, with Jordans on. Like, I, All right. I well, G, how do you get, well, how do you get to the Bulls? That didn't hurt your mom. Jeez. It is. It is. She told she tells me about it all the time. Most people say about it, you got a big head. No, I had big feet. Sorry, man. Wow. G, how do, you get, how do you get to the second round if you're the Bulls? How do you get there? Okay, so what, what, what you do is, I agree with you there, Hoodie. This guy does not know how to build it. So you get rid of him and you build it from scratch, kind of like what the Bears are doing. You got to build it from scratch. You got to get rid of DeMar and, and get rid of Zach. I like, I like Patrick Beverly's energy and everything. I love the, you know, the, the kick-ass nature of him. But other than that, you got to rebuild it from scratch, but, but you got to do it in the draft and, and smart free agents. You got to start over. I know we don't want to see that. We did it with okay. garden packs and all of that, but we got to we got to do it all over again, and then we can watch them grow and get to the, the, the Eastern Conference Finals and possibly a Finals being done correctly. We appreciate the telephone call. The one thing I don't want for the Bulls, I don't want to be the Sacramento Kings waiting 15, 16 years to try to get to the postseason. Now, and they turn it around now because they got young parts with Sabonis uh, and with that team. 
But what I'm telling you, Cap, is that it's, it sounds good on a, on a sports talk show. It sounds good on paper. It looks good until you get there and get your ass whooped every single year. You've got to understand in this league, there's only a couple teams that can actually win it. It's not the National Football League. It's only a couple teams in this NBA right now that can win it. So you want to go backwards and, and so uh, move this team in a position where they can tank every year, just hoping that they can find a, a generational talent. That's, that's not the case for every team. So Ask that, Sacramento. Okay, then you're willing to settle. I'm willing to get to the postseason because okay. that's a rung on the ladder of success. Okay, so if I tell you they get to the postseason and they get swept by the Boston Celtics. That's going to happen anyway. Okay, and then next year they do the same thing. Hey, man, we made the playoffs back-to-back years. Boston beat the crap out of us twice. That, that does nothing for me. Seeds 3 through 10 is getting their ass kicked anyway because, of how, because there's only a couple teams that can win it. I mean, right, but that's... So, so all of a sudden, now, now getting to the postseason, listen to this, everybody, 2023, getting to the postseason doesn't matter. It's championship or bust. You're never going to get me into that conversation. Never. But that's what I want for this team. I want this team to be the one or the two. And it, just getting in every year and getting airmailed out, I don't think that's how you get there. But we I, don't have an organization like Boston, Shay, where, where there's stability. We don't have Miami where you got Pat Riley. We don't have a, a, a difference maker like a Jokic right, or a Giannis. If I'm AK, I want to go find the difference maker like Jokic or Giannis. And everybody says there's two of them in this draft. If you just go in Victor Wembanyama and, and Scooter, if you just lose out yeah. or you find ways to be terrible and tank and you get yourself that bite at the apple and maybe by the grace of God or a frozen envelope, the NBA gives you a pick <laughs> where you get a Wembanyama or a Scoot, then we're in business. Like getting in the playoffs, you get two extra games of revenue and Michael uh, Reinsdorf can get himself some new toilet paper. That does nothing for me. Like I would just rather see this team be bad and get themselves a chance to get one of these generational guys. And if Easier AK said can't do that, but if AK can't do that, fire him. Like that's right. that becomes the answer. But to me, like just getting in and going, hey, we made it. Hang your hat on this. We're doing things right around here. You end up screwing up your future. That's how I view it. I, I don't. But I mean, with this team, what is the future? I mean, so, so you can level it tomorrow. Get rid of all your assets, Cap. Get rid of them. And so you know for sure. You know for sure. Over the next five years, you'll be there. You're going to get to where you need to be. This ain't the Bears. It's a different conversation where we know what the Bears are doing. They have a guy in place in Justin Fields, and you can build around him and get to the place to get to the playoffs. Now, let me ask you this: for the for the NFL. We think that the Bears in, in two or three years will get to the, play, the postseason. They could get smashed in the postseason because they haven't been there with Justin Fields. Is there value to that? If the Bears get there in the postseason and get smashed? That's very likely, by the way. It's totally different. Nope. It's, nope. it's a team that's in the postseason. Is there value to it or not? Is it or not? Because to me, it is. If the Bears get to the – say if, it's, it's Shea's pie in the sky idea that thinks, oh, the Bears should win eight or nine games. Okay, they might win eight or nine games. And they sneak themselves into the seventh seed. They get to the postseason. They get smashed. Is there value to that or not? Yes, because they're in the middle of a building process. The Bulls right. have a 33-year-old DeMar, a Zach, who I don't think ever is going to be the star we thought, a 33-year-old Vucevic, a crippled point guard who can't play for the second consecutive season. It's a different set of circumstances. You blow, I'm not telling you to blow this up and win five games next year. Start making smart moves. Making the playoffs does nothing for the Chicago Bulls. Okay. Nothing. 
312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. We'll take more of your phone calls. And Again, Patrick Beverly is back with the Bulls, and he says, hey, I want to be part of this playoff push. Would you rather for the Bulls be tanking or going forward and getting into the postseason this season? Cap and I will take more of your phone calls coming up. Cap and Jay Hood is on ESPN 1000, also on 100.3 FM HD2. Here's today's headlines with Cap and Jay Hood. Good morning, Chicago. The Blackhawks got a 3-2 victory over the Las Vegas Golden Knights last night in a shootout. Patrick Kane nearly won the game in overtime with a slap shot goal at the buzzer, but the goal was overturned after the review showed the puck did not cross the line before the clock hit zero. Hey, the White Sox prospect, Oscar Colas, he's expected to be the starting right fielder this season, but first-year manager Pedro Grafal made it very clear that he's not going to uh, say it's set in stone yet. He's not going to act like uh, the right fielder because uh, it's not the case right now. Uh, he's competing for the job. That's what uh, Grafal says about Colas. Colas hit 314 with 23 home runs in the minors last season. Alabama basketball is under fire after it was reported that freshman Brandon Miller provided the weapon that was used by Darius Miles in a murder. Head coach Nate Oates admitted yesterday that that's the program that the program was not aware of uh, Miller's involvement in the case. Uh, Michigan State basketball returned to campus yesterday for the first time since last week's mass shooting. The Spartans tallied a win over Indiana. Um, take that. 80 to 65, rebounding from a loss to Michigan in Ann Arbor. Jay Moore. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Captain Jay Hood are back on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. It's the Captain Jay Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000, streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. With David Kaplan and John the Hood with you, that ESPN Chicago app, you can find White Sox Weekly with Connor McKnight. Need some White Sox information? Check it out on the ESPN Chicago app. We're talking to you about Patrick Beverly. He's back in Chicago, but this time with the Bulls. He says he'd rather be part of a playoff push. Uh, would you rather for the Bulls be tanking or going for the playoffs? 312-332-3776 is our phone number. Cap, just from my standpoint, I just, you know, when people say it's time for a change in this front office or there's no difference between guard packs and what we see right now, you know what, Cap, if I knew that it was Joe Lakeup that was the owner uh, or, uh, you know, Steve Kerr coaching, then I'd say, you know what, this team's going to go in the right direction. If it was Pat Riley from the Heat, and I know that he's he's under fire in Miami himself, but I trust Pat Riley. I trust what the infrastructure they have in Miami. Same thing with Milwaukee and what they have there with Giannis. I, I would trust the front office to be able to rebuild it and get it in the right way. But this one, it, it could take years and years and years for the Bulls to be that team again at the top of the heap in the east it could a hundred percent but i would rather take my chances with trying to build mm-hmm. where i'm cap strapped right now and i know this team has no chance i'm hopeful that this offseason they announce we're doing an injury settlement with lonzo ball out of here see you later i can't wait any longer i cannot i cannot wait so there, we have callers here. It's better to make the playoffs only path. No, 
because I have no chance at improving. And if I'm not in the top four, I don't even have my first round pick. So give me a shot at Victor Wembanyama. It, it, but the Bulls will never be that bad. You know that too. They got they're a forty-two percent chance right now of keeping their pick. The Bulls are not Houston. They're I, not going. They're, they're not going to be that bad to get that number one pick. I, I, they've won too many games already. They have a seven percent chance right now at the number one pick. But I want to be in the top four so I can add at least a young player to the mix. A top four pick. Sign me up. If that's what you wanted, then they should have traded Demar Derozan. If that's what you wanted. Well, they're probably going to have to because are you extending him? He's got one year left on his deal. You're going to have to extend him, as Bobby said, this summer. Bobby Marks from ESPN, former Nets front office man for 20-plus years. Mm -hmm. He said yesterday on our show, you better make a decision on DeMar DeRozan as soon as the season ends because he's got one year left. Just the way this this team operates, Cap, it just, just, to me, it's just um, a team that just stands still. You stood still at the deadline. You, you know when you needed shooting, you didn't get it. You had to get Drogic pretty much out of retirement for him to be on this team too. He didn't do much. You got Drummond, who's just a just a guy. So to me, I just think they are. This is a status quo team, and I don't like it. I don't like that they're status quo. Yeah, it's disappointing that they're status quo, but it is what it is. And so yeah. the only way to fix it for me is through the draft. You don't have a max slot. But we can go to the phones. Let's see what people want to say. Ryan in Mount Prospect is on Cap and Jay Hood on Chicago's Home for Sports. Good morning, Ryan. Good morning, gentlemen. Uh, first off, Hoodie, I, I know you got a lot of pull around Hallis Hall and you got letters with George Winter. Do you have any pull around uh, the Bull Center? Could we get letters with our turrets, possibly? Is that something in the future maybe we could hear? Um, and then, uh, you know, Cap, yes. I, think, yeah, I, I think you would feel differently if they had a first round pick this year, but. The Bulls, they're not bad enough to be Detroit or Houston. And I think the biggest thing also is they've had this past trade deadline and they've had last offseason. They've shown you. We took our shot with Vooch and DeRozan and Levine. We're not making any deals. We're not doing anything differently. These are the guys that we are going to stick with. You know that's what's going to happen. They're not bad enough to be in the top four. They don't have a pick. If they had their pick, I'm, I might feel differently. They, they have a 42% chance of being in the top four right now. Right now, look today, at their schedule. They have one of the easiest schedules going forward, and they just added a really good defensive player. They're not going to get in that top four. I know you're clinging to any kind of hope. I get it. You're a Chicago guy. You got to cling to something. But realistically, look at it. It's not going to happen. The D Rose thing is a yeah. one in a million chance, and they wasted. They got. They used that chance when they drafted him. It's not going to happen again. They don't have their pick this year. It's a sunk cost. You just need to say, you know what? Whatever happens, happens. Let's start looking to twenty twenty four because AK's already looking the next year. Why shouldn't everybody else be looking the next year? Have a great day, guys. Right, we're here the phone call. And, and by the way, if you're going to do that, if you feel like you want to get to that draft pick, you know what? That means that Billy Donovan has to go too, and he's not going anywhere because he just had it, got extended. Billy Donovan was not here to teach. Billy Donovan was here to win. That, I mean, that was a top-shelf hire. He didn't come here to, to coach kids. See, this is what I'm talking about, Cap. You, If that's what you want, then that means the front office and the head coach has to go, the veterans have to go, and you're just going to watch a lot of veterans, you know, old, aging veterans and young kids go out there and recreate at United Center. Because with Billy Donovan, he's not here to coach some 18-, 19-year-old. There's no way he's here. He came here to try to win. You know that. And he's not going to. And you know I'm a huge Billy Donovan guy. Absolutely. Huge. He's been handed 
a nice contract. He got himself an extension. He's a good coach. His players like playing for him. He's got a bad roster because he's got an overmatched front office that cannot get the job done. Well, I mean, for what you want, though, you have to admit Billy Donovan is not going to be coaching a bunch of team, you know, just a bunch of veterans and young players. That's not what he's here for. You know that because you saw this Oklahoma City. You saw this with the Bulls, you know, as far as them moving away some of those that you know, Jim Boylan players that was promised playing time. He, they, they, made, they moved heaven and earth to bring veterans in. This is why they signed Zach Levine, because this is what Billy wanted. He wanted a shot at the playoffs. Yeah, I, I don't see any scenario where this team makes a run in the playoffs. None. So no, but, I'm, yeah, I'm not no, willing no, to no, stay status quo. No, no, but l- l- just understand what I'm asking you, what I'm, what I'm telling you. Billy Donovan's not here to mold and shape and develop young players, correct? Agreed. Okay, that's all I'm saying. So if that's the case, then he can't be here for that. Then, then he can't be here. I, I, I cannot continually support a team that does not care whether they win or lose. Billy cares. Yep. The front office, by their inaction, showed you, eh, whatever. We don't care. There was a reason Jed Hoyer spent $300 million. Whether you like the moves they made, don't like the moves, they put $300 million on the table this year and said, we're trying to win. We're trying to build something correctly. And maybe they'll be right. Maybe they'll be wrong. They could have very easily gone, eh, we drew through $3 million. Hey, we don't need Dansby Swanson. We don't need to go pay Jamison Tyone. We don't have to go get Seiya Suzuki last year. We don't have to talk about Shohei Otani. I'm just telling you, man, I want to find a way to rebuild the Bulls, not continually look and go, boy, who's that kid, A.J. Green on Milwaukee that just hit six threes against us? Huh, they found him on the scrap heap. Oh, yep. who's that kid? Uh, well, it's his last Max Drews. No, who's the other kid on Milwaukee? I saw him play in the G League when I went with my son. Not Skittish Vili. The other guy from Turkey. He went out there banging threes. They got Pat Connaughton, Grayson Allen, Drew Holiday. And I even mentioned Giannis. They got five and six shooters. We don't have one. Peter and Woodridge is on ESPN 1000 on Cap and J Hood. Hey, Pete. Pedro. Hey, man. Good morning, you guys. <laughs> hey, look, I just want to say this. Cap, I love you. But J Hood, I'm with you when you write. I'm, I'm, I'm a diehard Bulls fan. Been that way since as long as I can remember. However, I will absolutely prefer to just have a playoff team because this is the NBA we're talking about. We're not talking about the NFL where you got to fill 53 men roster by blowing it up, getting draft capital, all that stuff. In the NBA, it's a buddy-buddy thing. So as long as you're okay, like you're mediocre or you're like one player away, you attract free agents. And it, and you don't Chicago, have any cap space, Peter. They're not getting any free agents. Put that to the side. They are strapped cap-wise. You can't Correct. get a free agent. Correct. At least not a quality one. That is for sure. Correct. You're not. They're not some guy hitting free agency that gets a max deal, and you go, "Hey, let's get involved on that guy." Sorry, we don't have any money. Three one two three three two three seven seven six is our phone number. Cap and I'll take more of your phone calls. Pat Bev says, "I'm going for the playoffs, or should the Bulls go the opposite direction?" We're talking to you about that coming up next. Uh, as well as Shot or No Shot at 8 o'clock. All part of the mix on Cap and J-Hood. Cap and J-Hood are back. Just when I thought I was out. 
They pull me back in. On Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. It's the Captain J. Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. So glad you're with us on this Wednesday morning. We've got Shot or No Shot coming up at 8 o'clock. To go back to the phone lines and talk to you, you know, Patrick Beverly is now part of the Chicago Bulls team and says, hey, you know what? I'm ready to kick uh, Zach Levine in the ass. He's ready to be part of this team. Here you go. When I'm yeah. on your team and I'm your teammate and I'm your player and you're my coach, like, you get a different vibe. You're like, man, this is my he do anything for the team. You know what I'm saying? So, they ain't going to get that. I'm going to, you know me, I'm going to be on Zach with being ass. I'm going to give him all the energy he need. Destroy people. Me and DeMar DeRozan, we good. I got a, a popping five. Uh, and Vujovic, I'm excited, man. I'm, I'm really excited. Notice he didn't say he's going to get on DeMar's ass. Or, or Vujovic. <laughs> I got a popping five, man. That's the yeah. best thing about that to me is I, I, I'm i going to get on Zach Levine's ass. DeMar, yep. we're good. <laughs> you, yeah. What's happening there? Well, I, I think we know. We know that Zach, it, it, again, it's a big league, but it's a small town. This fraternity knows everybody, especially the quote-unquote stars in this league, right? They see Zach Levine and says, hmm, he seems mid. He just he seems uh, like a good player, but mid on this team. Not, not the difference maker. And Pat feels he can come in here and make a difference for Zach Levine. I'm all for it, even for a handful of games. Uh, 312-332-3776 is our phone number. Austin is in Cherville, Indiana on ESPN 1000. Austin, what? Austin? <laughs> What's up, guys? What, Austin? What? Uh, so I got to agree with Cap here, Hoodie. Uh, for one, one thing I've heard you preach on a lot, which is the worst thing to be in this league is a middle-of-the-pack team. Not bad enough to where you get a high draft pick. Get them, Austin. Not good enough to where you have a chance to win a championship. And I think we can all agree, as currently constructed, this team, even with an addition of maybe a nice player or two, they're not going to win a championship. They're not going to beat a Milwaukee or a lot of teams in the West for that. Uh, but also, Cody, I'd like to get your thoughts on this. You yeah. keep bringing up the point of you don't know how – you don't trust that this front office will be able to build a team from scratch uh, if we went the draft route. But I would like to argue, how could you be so sure that they know how to build a team with adding pieces because – Cap harped on it all offseason. This team needs shooting. And yep. up until the trade deadline, we did nothing but go get a grandpa Drogic and a Drummond that can't make a shot three feet outside the basket. And it was just being reported recently that we were going to get Russell Westbrook, or trying to at least, and mm-hmm. that guy is statistically the worst three-point shooter in NBA history. So what makes us so sure that this front office could even construct a team or, or build it up as it is right now. Uh, well, cl- love to hear talk- your guys' thoughts on that. Uh, yeah, right. no problem. Also, appreciate your phone call. Then you call for their firing then, if that's how you feel. What, I, what I've always said is it, it sucks to be in the middle. Bull's not even in the middle. <laughs> I said that you could be at the top of your sport, like Boston and Milwaukee or Denver and Memphis. You could be Detroit or you could be the Houston Rockets or you could be San Antonio because at least you know that the arrow's pointing up and you're in the bottom. But it sucks to be in the middle. Bulls are not even in the middle. That's that's like so that doesn't that doesn't count for what you're talking about. The the middle would be something like the the Knicks or Miami or Atlanta in the East. The Bulls are not even in the middle. And then uh, to, for me to get in the playoffs just so I can get kicked out. No shot. Pass. Hard pass. 
I'll take my chance at the dice table and roll the dice and go, oh, my God, Shay, we got to, Danny, we got to start at 5 in the morning. The Bulls got the number one pick. So, so you hear that, Cleveland fans, Brooklyn fans, Knicks fans, you hear that, Clippers fans, Phoenix, Dallas. You know what? You don't have a ch- chance for the championship because, you know, because you just – you're not Denver or you're not Boston or Milwaukee, so just tank. You, did, That's what you didn't told just me. say Phoenix, did you? Phoenix is fifth in the league. They yeah. just pushed their chips in and got Kevin freaking Durant. Yeah. Let me know I, when our front office ever has the temerity, the balls, to go out and go, not good enough, push the chips in, go get the best player in the world. Yeah, and, and Dallas got Kyrie, but because they're not at the top of the, the West, you're saying just roll the dice, because if you're not the best, then you're the worst. We're That's not you've laid going out for to this make morning. those moves. Yeah. yeah that, so but, you, you just but don't again, have the ability. You don't have the cap space. You don't own your own draft picks enough. You, you, don't, you don't have the assets to go get the guy to put you over the top. I don't think the Bulls had the ability to add Kevin Durant and keep the core intact. If they had the ability to do something like that, or if they had a cap situation where they could go out and get whatever star free agent wants to move or whatever disgruntled player wants to go somewhere else this summer, I just, one, don't believe that they really have the capability to, and two... As every team can make it happen, but it's difficult, and this front office can't figure out difficult. So well, you I would know rather what? they just give themselves a shot to get the pick. Okay, well, you know what? For what you two want, you know what you got to do? You got to fire the head coach, the one you give an extension. You also have to get rid of Carnage uh, Chauvis and Eversley because I don't think Carnage Chauvis has a stomach for that. I don't think he does. Even at this at this point in time at 26 and 33 where this team's in basketball hell, I don't think he has a stomach for it. So if you want to make those choices and you want to be at the bottom of the league like Detroit and Charlotte, then you go right ahead. But you can't do it with this head coach. You can't do it with these veteran assets on this roster. You well, want to make that change? Go right ahead. But, but here's you, also but, but but understand it, it's not just the team. It's the organization that you have to change also. No, Hoodie, I agree, but the elephant in the room with the organization is this is a team the Reinsdorfs didn't want to pay to go into the tax when they thought it was competitive in the offseason. Now that this team's showing they're not going to make the playoffs, what, they're going to spend big this offseason suddenly? Like, this is why I feel like the free agency or the cap space deal, whatever you want to do with it, it's yeah. not going to happen because this team has shown us, this organization has shown us over and over again, they don't want to spend. So if I'm AK, I'm thinking, why do I want to get, uh, why do I want to get Pat Bev and try to win in these next 23 games? We've already been terrible. Let's keep being terrible and get a chance to get this pick. Hey, by the if way, you get that, at least it's written <laughs> in the stars. Hey, 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 we talk about Pat Bev. Pat Bev wants to win. Can this dog hunt, even with Pat Bev on it? I mean, seriously, have you seen Pat Bev play lately? Right. Now, again, (laughs) if you tell me you wanted to sign him because you're bringing him back next year and you have a long-term plan (laughs) that he's going to work in the organization and maybe become a coach one day because this guy is brilliant basketball-wise. He's got a great basketball IQ and he holds people accountable. I'm all in with that signing. It didn't cost me a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to make sure that my partner I love dearly, who says every day, if you're in the middle, you're in hell in whatever sport it is, that's where we're at. Middle the worst. Bulls are not in the middle. Then, <laughs> then <laughs> they yeah. absolutely are in a worse spot. 
Yeah, they're, they're not in the middle. Like, 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 it is basketball hell. I've, I've defined that many times in this show. But, but, Cap, all I'm telling you is that if that's what you want, if you think that's best for the organization, just understand Billy Donovan won't be around for it. And I love Billy Donovan just like you do. Top shelf hire. Yep. But that's the whole thing. It's like it's a, what you want and what I want. We may never get it. We may not see the playoffs, and we might not see the Bulls tank. Shot or no shot in two minutes. 